the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's not just the root of Las Dubes, it's the root of our lives. It is the root of your life. The bitter truth we critics must face that in the grand scheme of things, the average piece of junk was probably more meaningful than our criticism designating itself. Wine Country Talk Radio is on the air, brought to you in part by Wholesale Capital Corporation, a mortgage lender you can trust. Learn more at WCCLoans.com. By Tour of Temecula Map Guide, your guide to all the fun of our Southern California wine country. Available at fine retailers, wineries, restaurants, and hotels throughout the Inland Empire and at TourMapGuide.com. By Chapin Family Vineyards Temecula, where our old world-styled robust red wines feature extended barrel aging, whole fermentation, and are made for the love of friendship. And now, your host for Wine Country Talk Radio, Leroy Guilford. Thank you, Rod Eisenbeis and Silverado Cake Studios and little wine grape passion from the movie A Walk in the Clouds. Yes, the late Anthony Quinn speaking of the family's mother vine in the movie. Yes, from the old country. This is the root of Las Luvas. This is the root of your life. Yeah, with all that passion, well, that theme in today centers around dreams and passion. Live the dream, grow grapes, make wine. Hi, folks. This is your host, Leroy Guilford, and you're listening to Wine Country Talk Radio, where it's all about the wine and the fun since 2004. Yes, we are the wine talk show with the very Southern California flavor. No doubt about it. Well, you may not realize it, but yes, we are all potentially these days living on the threshold of a dream. When the white eagle of the north is flying overhead And the browns, reds and golds of autumn lie in the gutter, dead Remember then the summer birds with wings of fire flame Come to witness spring's new hope, born of leaves decaying As new life will come from death, love will come at leisure Love of love Love of life and giving, without measure, gives in return the wondrous yearn of a promise, almost sing. Live hand in hand, and together we'll stand on the threshold of a dream. Well, today's guest is no longer uh, on the threshold of his dream. Instead, he's actually living it. Now, this gentleman fell in love with the idea that he might actually be able to do just that, live the dream, making wine, and started it by listening to, yes, the radio. Now, a number of you folks are aware of my wine media colleague, David Wilson, and his syndicated Grape Encounters radio show, which actually airs each Saturday evening, a little later today, right here on AM 590, The Answer, and on his Best of 2015 show, which aired back on January 2nd, he chose the 
this guest as his number one favorite of the year, for which Wine Country Talk Radio was very involved. So here's a great little encapsulation of the story by David Wilson himself. If I could make my dreams into movies, I'd get a picture deal and put them on the big screen in color. Well, we have time for one final segment of our Best of Grape Encounters 2015. This last segment is particularly personal to me because in radio, like all media, you never quite know what impact you're having on your audience. Well, a few months ago, I learned about a listener who had a life-changing experience because of our show. And when you hear the whole story, I think you'll agree that it's purely amazing. It all began when I got a message from a colleague who hosts another wine radio program in Southern California. Rather than spoiling the surprise, I'll simply take you back to an interview that took place in our studios a few months ago. Here we go. There's a guy named Leroy Guilford who has a terrific show with just exuberance coming out of every pore. And he had contacted me and asked me if I would be willing to come on his show to talk about my experiences in the Finger Lakes because, as you all know, I love to talk about the Finger Lakes. And during our conversations, he told me something extraordinary. He told me the story of a man who was a really big deal at Disney. In fact, he was the VP of post-production services for basically decades or close to it, and then decided that he was going to get into winemaking and give up a career that probably paid, well, you know, what's that pay? A hundred billion a year or something like that, but a really high paying job for one of the worst paying jobs on planet Earth. And so Leroy sent me this interview that he did with this guy, and I thought it was fascinating, except there was one little caveat that shocked me like nothing has ever shocked me before. And I want to now introduce to you the subject of that interview by Leroy. It's Gil Ganyan. And you had a big position at Disney, right? Tell me about it. Yeah, well, I oversaw just anything that was kind of creative and technical for lots of big feature films or even lots of big TV shows and just a lot of people that fell under my umbrella all around. Were you a wine lover? Absolutely. Big time. Yeah. And reds, right? Yeah. Basically reds. Yeah. Yeah. But that's only a little teeny part of the story, right? Right. Because here you are, you know, you're living in Calabasas, California at the time, which is kind of at the, let's say, north end of Los Angeles. And you're going into the Burbank Studios where Disney is. And as the crow flies, not a long distance. As the BMW travels, it's a bit longer. How long? Uh, it's about 20 miles. But, you know, when you're in L.A. and you're driving down that 101 freeway, it's an hour. Yeah, on a good day. On a good day each way. <laughs> and if it's slightly misting and your windshield wipers have to move maybe once within that hour, you can probably double it. So you told my colleague that you calculated that you would spent during the time that you worked for Disney, how many hours behind the wheel? Well, I worked for Disney for about 11 years, and I worked in Hollywood at another company owned by Kodak for about 10 years before that. So in round numbers, after 20 years of commuting in that LA traffic, it's the equivalent of having a full-time job for six years. You spent six years of your life 
wife behind the wheel. Sniffing exhaust, yes. And talking on the cell phone. Yeah, as much as I could, but I actually tried to entertain myself by other ways. And how and, did you do that? You know, I was fortunate enough that early on in your show, I found your episodes and I would download them to my phone and my uh, iPod and I would sit there and it would make that hour so much more enjoyable and productive. And I started listening to your show religiously. I would listen to it over and over on the way to work. So did you wear back. a habit while you listened to my show? You, you said you listened to it religiously. Well, you know, uh, you I was in the film business, so I probably could <laughs> okay, never wear right. that. <laughs> all right. So you're listening to Grave Encounters. And I mean, that alone, when I heard that much of the story, that meant so much to me because, you know, so often when you're in the radio business, and I've been doing it for quite a while now, and Grape Encounters alone, seven years, that's a long time. But one thing that a lot of people don't, I think, often realize is that when you're in radio, whether it's live, whether it's pre-recorded, you're just sitting in a box. You don't see people. You know, we don't have live audiences unless we go out and we do a live show. So you don't really get to know as much as you would like to the people who are listening to your show. It's just not an option until you go out and you do a live event and people come up and say, oh, I love your show. I listen to your show. But I'll let you finish the story because this is where it gives me goosebumps. It might be one of the proudest moments of my Grape Encounters career, if not any career. Well, first off, I want to say thank you for having me too. I, I am just thrilled to be here and to finally meet you in person because it really has been long overdue. So so way back when, and that was probably close to five years ago, I was sitting there going back and forth in that L.A. traffic, and you did an episode that really resonated with me. It was you and Wes Hagen, and you guys talked about, yes, you too can be a winemaker. One of Dave Wilson's rants. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, you know, I think back in the day, it would be pretty hard to top you and Wes together. Ranting, yes. We still rant to this day. But anyway, so we're going on, and I remember the episode, episode number 44, back in May of 2010, right? Right. Wow. Yeah, I, I remember that episode vividly. I listened to it and uh, it really, listening to your show was like going to school for me because when I started getting into wine, I started thinking about this and I did a lot of the usual things where I started taking classes at UC Davis to learn more about it. And, you know, you can learn so much from a book and from doing those things, but I personally believe you learn more from people. And yeah. I learned so much from your show and listening to all the different guests. So what'd you do? Well, I put pen to paper and started calculating all the little things that you guys talked about, the different components that go into a bottle of wine and what those things might cost. And I penciled it out. And I came to that conclusion, as you stated, yes, I can do this. I can I can make the wines. So I, I went and I took the plunge and decided I would follow my passion and see what I could do. But here's an important question, because you're working for a major, major studio. So I would presume that as a VP of the studio, and I'm not asking you what you made, but you made a decent living. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you made a decent living. Now, people who are listening right now don't necessarily make that kind of money, but were you frugal in the beginning as you got into this? And is it your opinion? that had you been working at a sandwich shop that you could have still got into it some way and made credible wine? I guess the answer is yes. I wanted to make sure that, and again, we're still very small.
small, and I wanted to make sure I was learning as I went through the process. So that way I knew if I was going to make a mistake, I would not make a big one. So absolutely, I kept all the cost under control, and I set aside a budget that I stuck to, and it really worked out, and it paid off. But the bottom line is, you were a religious listener to the show, but you heard this segment where you heard a guy like Wes Hagen, and you also heard people like Keith Sarlos talk about how they gave up other kinds of careers to get into winemaking and never turned back and were making awesome wine, and you decided you could do it, and you took our advice. I know, as crazy as it sounds. Well, thank you, David Wilson, for letting me share this interview with... It so beautifully encapsulates the introduction of my guests. Maybe even more so than I might have been able to do. Now, for some of you, it may have sounded like deja vu, and for others not familiar, go to my SoundCloud page at www.wctr.co and snatch up May 23 show from 2015 for my original interview with Gil Gagnon. Yeah, the show that started this whole recent ball rolling again. Well, we'll come back with Gil Gagnon of Gagnon Cellars, and he'll be joining us with an update on how the dream is unfolding. By the way, you're listening to Wine Country Talk Radio with your host, Leroy Guilford. We'll be right back. If I had ever been it before, I would probably know just what to do. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lenders. It's all but certain now that we are about to see interest rates begin to rise after several years of being spoiled with historically low interest rates. But don't panic. It's not the end of the world. What it does mean is that if you've been thinking about the purchase of a new home, the purchase of a vacation home or investment property, or if you don't want to buy but you need to refinance the home, you have to lower the rate, remove the mortgage insurance, or to pull out cash to pay higher interest, higher payment, credit cards, auto loans, or student loan debt. Or if you're a senior and have been considering looking into that reverse mortgage thing that everyone seems to be talking about lately, then call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I'll run the numbers for you and let you know what all your options are, the pros and cons of each one, and help you steer towards a decision that makes the most sense for you and your family. Once again, the number is 855-640-2020, or get me on the web at wccloans.com. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock, right here on AM 590, The Answer. You know, the most incredible wine anyone may have ever drank was probably at a singular event in history. Yes, a very special wedding, circa A.D. 30 in a little town in Cana, Israel. An incredible miracle provision performed by Jesus, yes, son of Mary and Joseph, and one you've probably heard about. Now, that wasn't surprising considering Jesus would go on to say, I've come to give life, and that more abundantly. Well, you know, there's another wedding very soon on the horizon where he will once again serve up that incredible wine. Find out just how fast this event, the Wedding Supper of the Lamb, is approaching at jmmedu.org. Joseph Morris is the world's foremost thinker and commentator on just how fast this event is approaching. Every week, you will learn of news happening all over the earth, much of which never makes it into the mainstream media that corroborates so much of what Scripture has foretold. A new video blog is posted every week by Joseph Morris Ministries, end of day's update at jmmedu.org because this is one wine event you do not want to miss. At Chapin Family Vineyards, everything we do is for the love of friendship. This is winemaker owner Stephen Chapin's impassioned statement that's imprinted on every single bottle. And it's evidenced from our luscious fruit trellised on single-sided cordon vineyards by our whole berry fermentation process and 28 months plus of extended barrel aging. Come find out why folks are saying we have Southern California's best reds. 
let us tableside serve you out on our lovely veranda overlooking our vines. It's like a mini vacation. Relax and drink it all in. From the I-15 freeway in Temecula, take Rancho California Road all the way out to by Lake Skinner at 36084 Summitville Street, open daily 10 to 5. Chapin Family Vineyards, truly for the love of friendship. AM 590, the answer. You are listening to Wine Country Talk Radio with my pops, Leroy Guilford. Yes, each day has its always a look down life hallways, doorways to lead you there. Yeah, Michael Pinder of the Moody Blue opines lyrically here about living your dream. Yes, holding up today's theme, live the dream, grow grapes, make wine, start here. All right, so where is here? Well, Phillips Team Real Estate, Vineyard and Winery Estates Division in Temecula, they'll help you coordinate all the things my guest Gil Ganyan and I are talking about. And they are my new sponsor. Yeah, you want to call Ben Gonzalez or John Barker at, yeah, 777-8008. Now, is that easy to remember or what? 777-8008 in the 951 area. If any of this sounds like it might be your dream, okay? On the phone with me is the man of the dreams himself, Mr. Gil Ganyan of Ganyan Sellers, whom you just heard all about in that segment before the break and that little snippet we played by David Wilson of Grape Encounters Radio and Mr. Glenn Ben Gonzalez of First Team Real Estate. Yeah, gentlemen, two of you together. Welcome to Wine Country Talk Radio. Uh, Thank you, Lori. Great to be here. Well, Ben, let me jump in with you just real quick because um, I want to get a little bit of, since you've not been on with me before, um, give a little background about who you are and our strategic partnership between Wine Country Talk Radio and your Vineyard and Winery Estates Division and all of how this is going to unfold. So far away. Well, um, we are um, we are the um, we're the uh, the tool that's going to bring uh, the uh, uh, the folks that want to live the dream in uh, Temecula Valley wine country. We're, our wine country estates division, uh, real estate division, uh, specializes in acquiring the right property for your dream. Uh, it it's my pleasure to come uh, to come to Temecula Valley. And sort of live out my dream because I'm in the same I'm in the same boat. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what I want to do myself. And now, what's really interesting too, your company are they a little familiar with uh, high ticket pieces of property uh, out in Orange County for a lot of years, right? <laughs> Absolutely, we uh, we uh, have the luxury uh, portfolios out uh, in uh, Orange County. Uh, we are part of uh, Christie's International, which. Uh, handles uh, a wide variety of, of luxury properties. Uh, but uh, my, uh, my forte is uh, here in the wine country is to help people live their dream uh, to, and to grow grapes and to, uh, and, and to uh, 
uh, eventually uh, have wineries and so forth. Right. Now, what's interesting is you don't have to necessarily have to own property and grow grapes first, although that's kind of the traditional way it starts. But as you heard already, yes, Gil Gagnon, you welcome back to Wine Country Talk Radio, buddy. Thanks, Leroy. Now, you did it a little bit a different way, right? Because uh, as everybody just heard that story that you finally decided, I'm going to make wine, but you didn't necessarily buy the property. So why don't you give a little quick uh, reiteration of how that came about? Because you're working locally in the Valley, uh, snatching up fruit from other places and being the strategic winemaker of that, correct? Yes. So, well, it, 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 I think as uh, the other segment showed is that I was listening to you know a podcast mm-hmm. uh, of Grape Encounters where they talked about that you don't have to on the vineyards, and there are other ways that you could, you know, get into winemaking and to mm-hmm. do this. So I went off and took some classes at UC Davis and just continued to educate myself and then uh, and then teamed up. I looked around and decided uh, that I wanted to do this in the Temecula Valley and uh, felt that it was, you know, somewhat the last frontier, you know, <laughs> of all the other California regions, they're already uh, long have been developed, and I felt there was still some opportunity here. So I was able to go and uh, set up with some other um, folks in town that help uh, small wine producers such as myself. Right. Now, you, you started by purchasing fruit because you have some contacts growing up, up north in the northern wine country of California. And you guys know what that is, the ones that never like to act like Southern California exists, you know, the Napa Sonoma people. That's right. They grow some pretty good fruit up there, don't they, Gil? <laughs> well, yes, absolutely. And uh, and that's where I'm originally from. So, right. yes, they had uh, great contacts up there. And, uh, and so, you know, but I, I really try to just wines that I know that I'm going to enjoy and it's something that I would serve you if you came over to my house for dinner. And and now, then, and you have a whole series of those in the show we were referring to, we actually tasted through all those when they were bottled. And we're going to touch on that a little bit later in the show too, what some of those are and where other places you can find them. But you have some incredible, fun, new news to share because now you're going to go a little more traditional, right? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, excited about that uh, we you know did find a property in the Temecula wine country mm-hmm. that we want to uh, you know go ahead and develop and uh, and so we're we've done that and I'm in the planning stages for um, you know all the vineyard layout and all that kind of fun stuff so uh, yeah I'll be uh, out there you know you're going to become a great farmer now and, do, and adding that uh adding that to my repertoire yeah now um are you at liberty to share this have you kind of decided at this point or at least have a wish list of what kind of great varieties you want to plant well to be honest i probably won't share that just oh okay yet. i understand because that I, you probably bet. because <laughs> i i haven't fully made up my mind but uh-huh. that will happen uh in the very near, near future, meaning in the next week, <laughs> I will come to that conclusion. <laughs> but I know I want to do some things that might be uh, considered a little uh, unconventional, right. uh, but that's okay. I've always been, uh, you know, even in my film career, I enjoy challenges. And I, uh, I really like to do things differently and challenge the norm, uh, uh, if you will. And so I intend on uh, why stop now? 
So, uh, <laughs> so I think I may, you know, and that really just boils down to things like, uh, you know, vine count, vineyard spacing, right. and the types of things that, uh, that are there. But I may do things that are a little less uh, traditional uh, than what you might find here in Connecticut. So and a guy exciting. that held your position in the filmmaking industry, you got a lot of creative juice there, but also a lot of people may not know this, but he's also quite a musician. And actually, you still tour around with your band, right, as a drummer? Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta, you know, uh, if I guess if I uh, am not uh, uh, stomping on on grapes, I'll be pounding the drums, and those are the things I love doing. So, uh, but yeah, I still do that and have some uh, some decent uh, big shows coming up. So instead of like Bo Barrett in Chateau Montalena duking it out with his dad, you go duke it out with the drums, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, what keeps me sane. <laughs> All right. Well, when we come back from the bottom of the hour break, we're going to have a little fun talking about the actual wines you're making. All right. A little Dave Brubeck taking us out on five. Yeah, to the bottom of the hour break for a little traffic news and messages. Now, when we come back, Gil Gagnon is going to tell us about those wines I was mentioning and where you can buy the results of his dream. Yes, live the dream, grow grapes, make wine, start here. Where's that? Yeah, that's the theme of our show today, facilitated by my new sponsor, First Team Real Estate. Yeah, Vineyard and Winery Estates Division in Temecula. You can call Ben Gonzalez or John Barker at, yeah, 777-8008. That is easy. 777-8008 in the 951 area. And any of this sounds like it could be your dream. That's the place to start, folks. You're listening to Wine Country Talk Radio with your host, Leroy Gilford. And uh, we'll be back in five. This portion of Wine Country Talk Radio has been brought to you in part by Tour of Temecula Map Guide, your guide to all the fun of our Southern California wine country. Available now at fine retailers, restaurants, wineries, and hotels throughout the Inland Empire and at tourmapguide.com. By Chapin Family Vineyards Temecula, where our old world-styled robust red wines feature extended barrel aging, whole-berry fermentation, and are made for the love of friendship. Visit us all the way out Rancho California Road at 36084 Summitville Street in Temecula, next to Lake Skinner. And by Wholesale Capital Corporation, a mortgage lender you can trust. Trust begins at WCCLoans.com. Wine Country Talk Radio is on the air, brought to you in part by Wholesale Capital Corporation, a mortgage lender you can trust. Learn more at WCCLoans.com. By Tour of Temecula Map Guide, your guide to all the fun of our Southern California wine country. Available at fine retailers, wineries, restaurants, and hotels throughout the Inland Empire and at TourMapGuide.com. By Chapin Family Vineyards Temecula, where our old-world-styled robust red wines feature extended barrel aging, whole-berry fermentation, and are made for the love of friendship. And now, your host for Wine Country Talk Radio, Leroy Guilford. Once again, thank you, Rod Eisenbeis and Silverado Creek Studios. And if you're just joining us, yes, as you know, I love to say it's the new extended length Wine Country Talk Radio here in our new time slot. Yes, with a little grungy audio slave in the back. 
background here. Yeah, one of our guest's favorite bands since he is a touring drummer, former filmmaker, and now a winemaker, Gil Gagnon of Gagnon Cellars, here in our Southern California Temecula wine country, fulfilling our theme, Live the Dream, Grow Grapes, Make Wine. Start here, facilitated by my new sponsors. Yes, First Team Real Estate Vineyard and Winery Estates Division, Temecula, which you can call Ben Gonzalez or John Barker at 777 Eight double zero eight. God, that's so easy to remember. Triple seven eight double zero eight in the nine five one area to begin your dream. Okay, now noticing this little piece of audio slave here. You know, I got to go back to the music fact that Gil. You know, he's a he's a hip guy. He still plays drums with his band, as we were talking about a little while ago. But what he really plays are his wines. So Gil, <laughs> let's talk about some of the wines you do have in the bottle, and they're out and about in Southern California. So let's talk about those. Sure. Well, you know, starting the lineup uh, off, we have a mm-hmm. uh, Sonoma Coast Chardonnay. It's a 2013. I do it, uh, you know, it's oaked, mm-hmm. nice big oak, uh, buttery flavor to it. And uh, that's our only white wine. And then we dive in. I have four different uh, red wines. And starting with... Uh, uh, Syrah that was actually grown here in the Temecula Valley. Syrah in Southern California, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, up in Duluth and a uh, nice like 2,300-foot elevation, and that's uh, uh, that's our Syrah. And then, as you mentioned before, I do have uh, wines from Northern California up in the Alexander Valley, Sonoma County, and uh, all off a single vineyard up there. And we have Petite Syrah. I have a red wine blend, uh that is a blend of Cabernet, Petit mm-hmm. Syrah, and Zinfandel, and leading up to a uh, cab reserve that we have that's uh, from the Alexander Valley. Again, all of that's off of a single vineyard. Um, and and total production was about how many cases? Five hundred, about five hundred cases. And and currently, you guys, you don't have a tasting room, so you go out and you do different uh, uh, pouring events and things of that nature, right? Yes, so we we go around Southern California to the different uh, you know different tasting events that are held and and uh, and usually I say you know if if I'm not standing in front of you pouring it uh, you're probably not going to get the chance to uh, to uh, enjoy it but we well, have well, well to- I set you up on this on purpose because the yes the golden honey voice of wine country talk radio Mister. Rod Eisenbeis, he and I were sitting down at this place in Old Town Temecula drinking some of your blend last night. Yes, at Crush and Brew. So that's one of your places where some of your wines are available, right? Yes, so you can, in Old Town Temecula, the Crush and Brew uh, has some of our wine. Uh, Palumbo's uh, Italian Restaurant, right around the corner there, mm-hmm. also carries our cab reserve. You can, uh, as far as retail shops where you can go and buy the wine, we have it up at uh, Total Wine and More in Rancho Cucamonga, which a lot of your listeners are all in, right. in that That's area. That's right, in the heart area. of our big signal there in the Inland Empire. That's right. So folks, you can go scoop up, scoop up some uh, Canyon Cellars wines right there at Total Wines and More. And then you go through the check stand and you say, you know, we heard about these on Wine Country Talk Radio. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we also recently uh, got our wine into the La Costa Wine Company down in Carlsbad, just about a block away from the famous uh, La Costa Resort there. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as uh, 
the Grape Emporium up in Atascadero also wow, carries it. Wow, that's pretty nice, yeah. And then online, people, we get orders all the time. People, you can buy our uh, wine directly off of our website, of course, that's ganyoncellars.com, or also off of Amazon. Uh, so we get orders from all over. Now, yeah, I want to go back and dial back a little bit because the, the kind of theme here today has been, you can do it too. Yeah. I know there's those of us out here just crazy enough to think we can make wine, right? <laughs> now, you don't just do that overnight. There is a learning process. And uh, as you already shared at the earlier part of the show, um, you know, there was a lot of time you had to spend reading the books and doing the studying and, 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 and getting in notch with some people who can give you good advice and so on. But here in our Temecula Valley, particularly uh, of Southern California, there's a lot of resources in that realm. And of course, you were able to start by making wine without owning the equipment. Share a little bit about that, because that's one of the more reasonable ways people could actually make the venture like you did. Right, absolutely. Well, as you mentioned, so in the Temecula Valley, we have wonderful resources and wonderful people here. Mm -hmm. And I was fortunate enough uh, early on to uh, hook up with the folks at Temecula Valley Winery Management. Mm -hmm. And they can help you. And they do not only, you know, help helping little guys like me out, um, all the way up to some of the largest wineries in the area, all um They'll handle everything from the farming aspects to even managing the business part of it of some of these very large uh, wineries that uh, you see out here on uh, Rancho Calendi Cortola. Yeah, and speaking so, of that, I have to chime in on this because he was a guest on my show just a few weeks ago, and folks may remember. Yes, old B.J. Faselli started over there where you did, and now he's got this beautiful Persian palace for a winery location on the Deep Portola Wine Trail. So see, you can start small and go big. <laughs> oh, I saw that. I drove by it and I looked back and I saw it and I couldn't believe how wonderful it is. I, so I can't wait for it to all be finished and open to go visit it. Yeah, he opened up just right before Christmas. They haven't done their big grand opening. They're waiting for El Nino to kind of pass through because uh, they, they figure that, that that might be a little safer at that point in time. But And they, you yeah. know, when you do a soft opening, you get all the bugs out of the picture. So, so now, why would you be uh, what would be your recommend? So if somebody's actually, they're hearing the show today, and of course now I'm going to I'm gonna chime in here because they are my new sponsor, okay? And uh, we've got uh, a vineyard and winery estates division now at First Team Real Estate Temecula. And uh, the number we're giving you is, you know, the start point now. They can send you in all directions to the stuff that you'll need. But if you're thinking about growing grapes, you got to have some property on which to do that. And, uh, and that's where you come in, huh, Ben? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when when it comes to uh, wanting to put your uh, best uh, foot forward, uh, anyone out here that has any sizable amount of property, that actually does need to have to be sizable. We're mm -hmm. talking 10, 10 acres. Uh, you can, you can uh, grow grapes. Uh, five acres, you can grow grapes. Uh, there are a lot of people out uh, in the Temecula Valley that are just grooming their dirt, and I say let's let's put some vines in, and I can uh, I can help uh, those who uh, don't have uh, property to acquire additional property or to look at the dream of of owning property here. There's many 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 uh, projects uh, available right at right this minute that'll open the door to anybody who has that dream. And 
and, and since we're on that topic of the dream in Southern California, as you heard Gil Gagnon already say, folks, he looked around a lot of places and he went, you know, it looks like the last frontier is down there in Temecula. And there's some places a little south of that, San Diego County and whatnot. So, I mean, they're all the doable things. And uh, Southern California, most people don't realize this, is where wine grape farming started, you know, in this state. Seriously, in Southern California, 1700s and the 1800s, actually, Los Angeles was the number one wine grape growing region in the early 1800s. And it took a while before it spread up the coast and then, you know, prohibition and all kinds of other things and urbanization and so on. And we kind of got quelled a little bit here in Southern California. But thanks, goodness, to Audrey and Vinnie Salerzo way back in 1968. You know that line in the movie that says, build it and they'll come. Well, they took the line much earlier on and said, plant it and they will come. And voila, now we've got the whole Temecula Valley on fire with lots of more opportunities to to have a lot of fun with in this in in this uh, Southern California wine country, and another important note, okay. And you guys, I've shared this with you before, but if you talk in 2014 numbers, if you talk everything from Santa Ynez southward to the Mexican border geographically, we are the number one wine consumption market in the world. Period. We run way out in front of New York, our closest uh, on our heels, and they're not even really on our heels. That's the equivalent, okay, if we talk gallonage, it wouldn't mean much, but so we'll use a good old, uh, yeah, 750 milliliter bottle that you pour one of these into, right? Um, 440 million of those, give or take a few hundred thousand, annually are sold and consumed in Southern California. So if you're going to grow grapes, make wine, or do like Gil, make wine, and then start growing grapes, it's smart to start in the largest consumption marketplace in all of the United States, don't you think, guys? Absolutely. Wonderful. Now, something else that I think is really interesting in the direct-to-consumer model, which we're also talking about, that is where most of the wines are sold right on location. And in Gil's case, like going out to special events and getting them into local, you know, operations in a smaller level. Um, In our Southern California wine country here, you're less than a two-hour drive for 21 million people, you know. They can get in their car and go, I think I'll go wine tasting and be there in an hour, hour and a half, or maybe a little more. And uh, some, what is it, uh, 21 million people across California uh, two years ago, that's the most recent numbers, of all of those 21 million, 12% came to Temecula, that's a big number. Three million people came to drink less than one percent of all the wine made in California comes out of Temecula. So we wanna we wanna encroach on those percentages. What do you think, guys? Sell a little more of Southern California wine? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Incredible. Well, Gil, uh, give the places where your stuff's available again. And then, of course, uh, uh, Ben, I want you to give out the number where people can get a hold of you. So fire away first, uh, Gil, on your wines and where they can get them. Sure, you can get them on our website, GanyonCellars.com. That's G-A-G-N-O-N-C-E-L-L-A-R-S.com or Amazon. Uh, you could go to Crush and Brew or Palumbo's Italian Restaurant in Old Town uh, or Total Wine & More, La Costa Wine Company in Carlsbad or the Grape Emporium up in Atascadero. And, folks, I'm going to recommend them. Uh, go back to that show back uh, in May. Yeah, because you'll hear us actually clink the glasses and sip them up and talk about all the details, and they're quite yummy. All right, Ben, got about a minute. Give the the number out again and how folks can get a hold of you and get the ball rolling if they want. Absolutely. Uh, it's uh, Ben Gonzalez at uh, First Team Real Estate uh, Wine Country uh, States Division. Uh, happy to uh, serve you in any way. 
The phone number is uh, area code 951-777-8008. That's uh, 951-777-8008. All right, you guys. Gosh, we're right on the money here. we got about a few seconds left to just say, hey, um, thank you. Hang on. We're going to go through the In the Grapevine segment, and then we're going to come back and do our little bit of our... Our, our, our official goodbyes, okay? So, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on Wine Country Talk Radio. All right, live, you, know, you can hear Grow Grapes, Make Wine, Start. Here we did it all today, and going out to break, yes, is a little taking the dream voyage with the Moody Blues. <laughs> Up next is the end the Grapevine segment. You're listening to Wine Country Talk Radio with your host, Leroy Gilbert. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lenders. It's all but certain now that we are about to see interest rates begin to rise after several years of being spoiled with historically low interest rates. But don't panic. It's not the end of the world. What it does mean is that if you've been thinking about the purchase of a new home, the purchase of a vacation home or investment property, or if you don't want to buy but you need to refinance the home, you have to lower the rate, remove the mortgage insurance, or to pull out cash to pay higher interest, higher payment, credit cards, auto loans, or student loan debt. Or if you're a senior and have been considering looking into that reverse mortgage thing that everyone seems to be talking about lately, then call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I'll run the numbers for you and let you know what all your options are, the pros and cons of each one, and help you steer towards a decision that makes the most sense for you and your family. Once again, the number is 855-640-2020, or get me on the web at wccloans.com. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. At Chapin Family Vineyards, everything we do is for the love of friendship. This is winemaker owner Stephen Chapin's impassioned statement that's imprinted on every single bottle. And it's evidenced from our luscious fruit trellised on single-sided Cordon Vineyards by our whole berry fermentation process and 28 months plus of extended barrel aging. Come find out why folks are saying we have Southern California's best reds. Let us tableside serve you out on our lovely veranda overlooking our vines. It's like a mini vacation. Relax and drink it all in. From the I-15 freeway in Temecula, take Rancho California Road all the way out to buy Lake Skinner at 36084 Summitville Street, open daily 10 to 5. Chapin Family Vineyards, truly for the love of friendship. AM 590, the answer. In the Grapevine, a special weekly rotating commentary by established professionals in the wine lifestyle industry. Presented by Tour of Temecula Not Guide, your guide to all the fun of our Southern California wine country. In the Grapevine this week is C.R. Green, PR manager for Pachanga Resort, here to tell us about an incredible food and wine event. Yeah, that's beyond that. Chocolate decadence and Pachanga Wine Festival. Yeah, a wine event coming up here at the tail end of the month. So, Ciara, welcome to Wine Country Talk Radio in the grapevine. Thanks for having me, Leroy. How are you doing today? Oh, excellent. Now, let's talk about this incredibly fun event here in Southern California. It's got some history. Let, and talk about your position there and the things you do, okay? And then let's spring forward and talk about the event, okay? Sure, sure. I've been here at Pachanga for about two and a half years, mm-hmm. and I am the PR manager. So my job is extremely fun. I get to 
uh, be a part of and promote a lot of the great events that we've got here and really work with so many of our different departments, mm-hmm. including our fabulous culinary department and, uh, and our wine program. And one of the big programs that, that both of those departments put on is the Pachanga Wine Festival and the Chocolate Decadence events that are coming up on the 26th and the 27th of this month. Okay, 26th, 27th, folks, that's the very last weekend, and it's a short month this year because it's leap year because it's president election year. That's how you know. <laughs> right, it's February. It's February. It's short yeah. month, but, but those folks who maybe didn't get their fill of chocolate or maybe you didn't get the these candies from your sweetheart for, for Valentine's Day, you know, it's a long time between now and Easter when there are some more chocolate bunnies and things like that. So this kind of maybe stems the tide for some of those people who really need their chocolate fix. And then to add on wine on top of that, it just mm-hmm. makes it that much more. Now that's a special event. On, that's a special event on the Friday evening, right? Okay. So the, on, on the on the 26th, that's from when to when on that Friday evening? Sure. So from... 7 o'clock until 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, of course, you have to be over 21, but right. um, people can come in and they get to really enjoy themselves as much as they want. They can have as many chocolate samples as they can possibly imagine. Our pastry chef is from France, and he literally grew up in the pastry industry. Mm-hmm. He started working in uh, bakeries and bake shops from the time he was 12 years old. Um, and went to culinary school and pastry school and has worked in some of the very top resorts and top restaurants in the whole entire world, um, places in Las Vegas and France and Italy. And, so we're going to have some um, pretty yummy, so yummy you, you're stuff You're going to have huh? amazing, <laughs> amazing chocolate creations, as you can imagine. And then imagine pairing that with about more than 30 different wineries from all across the Temecula Valley, but including uh, all across the world as well. And, and it's really amazing how... Uh, sweet and savory chocolate. Mm-hmm. How many of those pair so nicely with with different wines, and not just sweet wines, but also a lot of champagne and, and sparkling wines, and some of your richer red wines. And it's it's really it's really fun to experience and and to you know match the different. Uh, flavors and profiles and things like that. And so, you know, we want to give people that experience. And now, then on top of all that, what we're doing is, mm-hmm. is also the whole event raises money for Habitat for Humanity. That's right, really yes. something good in return for the community. That's great. Now, let's talk about the Saturday event, because you can go to both or you can go to each singularly. Okay, so what's the time frame on the Saturday event? And let's talk about all the details of that. Sure. So Saturday, we have another fun event for foodies, and I know there are many, many of, of those folks out there. Uh, Saturday is the Pachanga Wine Festival, and that runs from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. And both events are held in our grand ballroom, so it's a really expansive area, and the sampling takes up the entire 20,000 square foot facility. On Saturday, what you're going to experience is more than 100 wineries will be there wow. uh, sampling their various varietals. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So wineries from all over Temecula Valley, all over California, the Pacific Northwest, uh, you know, all of your major wine regions are represented very well. And then what we've also got are uh, gourmet food samples from each of the 11 restaurants oh, that's, at Pachanga Resort and Casino. That's worth it just then, right there. Oh, my gosh. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and the, I mean, considering, you know, what you get, um, the price is extremely reasonable. Okay. Uh, since you mentioned all, that. All included in one price. And since you mentioned that, and I'm looking at the <laughs> clock going, hey, we're running out of time. Um, let, let's, talk, let's talk about the price and how people can right. get hold of the place to buy those tickets because, 
I know I'm planning on uh, wiggling out some way from my winery to get over there and uh, do some of that yummy tasting. So I'm glad you can. Uh, give, give us all the ways to get a hold of those tickets. Great. So for tickets, what folks are going to want to do is call the Pachanga main number, which is 711-2-WIN. Excuse me, that's 877-711-2-WIN, and that's uh, 2946. Okay. For those of you who don't have actual letters on their phones anymore. Yes. Uh, so 711 win and uh, proceeded by uh, 877. And then you can also go to the Pachanga website, which is probably the easiest way. It's open all the time. And that is Pachanga, P-E-C-H-A-N-G-A.com. Uh-huh. And then you click on our entertainment button, and you'll see both events posted right there. That's right. You're um, going to have live music at both days of the events, right? Yes, live music. There's a huge silent auction with lots of really high-end uh, gifts and I mean, things from you know vacations and overnights and spa treatments and um, you know outings of golf and uh, just I mean you name it. Um, uh, there's uh, a, a, a super memorabilia, fine kinds of things too. Super yummy and fun event, folks. Yes, yeah, coming up sure. on the 26th and 27th of this month. That's mm-hmm. just barely a week and a half of time here. Actually, week and a half. It's one week out. This weekend, you'll finding out That's about right. it. Next weekend, you find out about it or what happens. Sarah, thank you for coming and sharing the fun information. I'm uh, looking forward to it. I'm sure a lot of other folks, now that they know that's going on, uh, they're going to be wanting to get a hold of those tickets. Thank you for coming and being part of Wine Country Talk Radio and the Grapevine. Thank you for having me, Lauren. This has been In the Grapevine, a special weekly rotating commentary by established professionals in the wine lifestyle industry presented by Tour of Temecula Map Guide, your guide to all the fun of our Southern California wine country. Available now at fine retailers, restaurants, wineries, and hotels throughout the Inland Empire and at tourmapguide.com. Tour of Temecula Map Guide, the number one map to all the fun of our Southern California wine country. Now featuring expanded distribution monthly all over the Inland Empire. Available at fine hotels, restaurants, specialty shops, wineries, and tourmapguide.com. Headed for the fun of wine country or maybe even our local microbreweries? Then hit tourmapguide.com or text MAPGUIDE to 90210, MAPGUIDE to 90210, Tour of Temecula Map Guide, the number one map for all the fun of our Southern California wine country. Well, everybody, I sure love having a little more time now, as you so well know, to sip wine with you all. Yeah, and uh, play some music, too. And a special thank you to my man behind the scenes, producer engineer, Mr. Dan Gilchristen. Yeah, small craft dream maker, winemaker, Gil Ganyan. And uh, speaking of dream makers, Mr. Ben Gonzalez and his vineyard and winery estates division there at First Team. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me on Wine Country Talk Radio. Thanks so much for having me, Leroy. You guys, thank you. Thank and a little you. cheers to y'all. Hey, okay, remember, set your smartphone alarm, if I can say it right. Uh, now to 3 o'clock Saturday Pacific time for those of you listening on the Internet. And 1 o'clock Sunday for the Ellen Borgen and Let's Dine Out gang, where you still hear me chime in on my and other beverages. And remember, at triple dub, yeah, the www thing, wctr.co as in company, and no M. You can get Wine Country Talk Radio anywhere, anytime, anyplace, right even on your smartphone browser on the SoundCloud. Okay, (laughs) it's that time, unfortunately. You had to put the cork back in the bottle. Till next week, 
This portion of Wine Country Talk Radio has been brought to you in part by Tour of Temecula Map Guide, your guide to all the fun of our Southern California wine country. Available now at fine retailers, restaurants, wineries, and hotels throughout the Inland Empire and at TourMapGuide.com. By Chapin Family Vineyards Temecula, where our old world-styled robust red wines feature extended barrel aging, whole berry fermentation, and are made for the love of friendship. Visit us all the way out Rancho California Road at 36084 Summitville Street in Temecula next to Lake Skinner. And by Wholesale Capital Corporation, a mortgage lender you can trust. Trust begins at WCC Loans. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.